everyone. I'm so glad that you're joining me for this podcast, Holistic, where we learn about Jesus together and we're strengthened with the hope of the gospel. Take care. God bless. Welcome, everyone. And I'm so glad that you're with me today on Holistic. So today we are going to be talking a little bit about testimonies that I had talked about um, in the past couple of podcasts and also a little bit of wisdom in there as well. I think those kind of go hand in hand. So often we have a testimony and in it there's wisdom, there's things that we learn through it and just our walk with the Lord in general, we learn so many things. And so I had mentioned a couple podcasts ago and I believe I talked about it on the last one as well, a scripture found in Revelation, Revelation 12, 11. And it says, and they overcame him. So the believers overcame him. And who was him? It was Satan or is Satan. So they overcame Satan by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. So I talked about that scripture, like I said, a couple podcasts ago in a little more detail. I'm not going to do that today. But essentially, believers will overcome Satan by Jesus and by the word of their testimony. Who is Jesus? What has he done in your life? And not loving your life. So essentially not hating yourself. That's not what that means. But denying yourself, picking up your cross like Jesus did, laying yourself aside, your pride, and being humble and coming before the Lord. And so I talked about that testimony, how important it is that we share what the Lord has done because if we keep it to ourselves, what does that do? It's just for us. You know, we're holding on to it. And that's awesome. And that can encourage us and be a great reminder. But I want to encourage you and give you a charge to spread that testimony and also be praying that the Lord would give you an opportunity to share your testimony or to share the gospel. I know it can be hard and it's hard to be bold or have courage there. I struggle with this, like I said. And so, we just have to be praying. I know I had some friends just uh, yesterday say it's not us that are saving people, but I do think we need to be praying for the opportunity. So yes, ultimately it's God that does it, but ask that he would pour through us and and show us if there is a time. We don't want to miss that opportunity to share the gospel with anybody. And what an encouragement it is to say to someone, God is good and look what he did in my life, he took me from this to that. And it doesn't mean everything's going to be perfect, right? But it gives hope to people. And we need to be ready to explain why do we have hope if we believe in Jesus? Why do we have peace or joy? Be ready to explain that. And so yeah, be praying there. And so I hope to have someone on I mentioned that before to talk about their testimony. I hope next week to have someone on. I'm excited about that. So stay tuned once again. And I, I am just really looking forward to that because I've never had anybody on this show. And so I'm looking forward to having somebody on and hearing their wonderful testimony. So yeah, stay tuned for that. And so today I'm kind of talking about a testimony, but also talking about wisdom You know, when you're walking with the Lord, especially when you've been walking with him for a while, you learn something. He shows you things. And so that's another part that I would extend even on that testimony is share your wisdom, especially if you're somebody that's a little older 
you're a senior citizen or yeah, you've been walking with the Lord a long time, you have wisdom. And so don't keep that to yourself. Spread that as much as you can. I know the Lord has showed you things if you've been a believer in him for a long time. So don't be afraid to do that. Don't be discouraged, but share that with people. And God put that on my heart to me. Um, last year, my dad had um, asked me if I would just come and kind of speak to some of his friends. He was having a luncheon and there some senior friends that get together and there's usually a host. So my dad was the host and he just, it was really nice. He just said, would you mind just coming to speak? Cause he knew I did the podcast. I was like, sure. I mean, I'm not much of a, you know, speaker. I, I'm okay. You know, where you can't see me, but I was like, all right. You know, when I was, I said, well, let me pray on it. You know, and I felt like the Lord kind of showed me, you know, when people get a little bit older, they've been walking with the Lord for a while. Sometimes they just feel like, oh, and this isn't the case for everybody, but some feel like, well, what is my purpose now or my point? Or does anybody want to hear what I have to say? And I just felt like I needed to say to these people, you know, you have something to share and don't keep it to yourself. And if you um, spread that, <clears throat> excuse me, how great is that, that you're sharing what the Lord has done in your life? What a testimony that is. So maybe... You're somebody, you've been through some hard times, but you're still here. If you're hearing this, you're still here. You still have breath in your lungs. And so you have something to share. And so I asked some of these people if they would write down for me some things that they learned or anything they would want to share with people of the next generation. What is something that, you know, you want to say to them that the Lord has showed you? And so I wanted to share some of that with you. And so I just have a few here, but they're so awesome. And I was just reading some again. It had been a little while. I'd stuck it in a drawer. I hadn't forgot about it. I just was waiting for the right time. And this was the time. And so, yeah, I'd forgotten some of the things that they had written. And I picked it up and I was like, oh, my gosh, this is good. And I started to cry. So, <clears throat> excuse me, I hope you're blessed by it. And I hope my voice doesn't give out. I was just cutting the grass and there's a lot of pollen right now when I'm recording this in springtime. So I've, you know, sucked in a lot of that pollen. So hopefully the Lord will help me get out my words. Um, but forgive me. Hopefully that won't sound annoying. So the first one I, I want to read to you is, and be patient as I'm reading other people's writing. <laughs> um, you know, everybody has different kinds of writing. And so you kind of have to adjust a cursive and different things. So um, be patient as I'm reading but I hope you'll listen and, and just be encouraged with some of these people that have been walking with the Lord and just have some really great stories or just some good scriptures to share. And so the first one that I want to read to you is from a dear sister in the Lord, Joe, And she says, I was a Catholic. So this is when she was younger. I was a Catholic and I came to the Lord through a faithful Christian lady who told my mother about the Lord and invited my mom to go with her to a Pentecostal church. At the time, I was fighting an eye illness from the age of three to the age of 13 years old. My mother and father were separated and my dad picked us kids up on, a, on the weekends. And while driving in the car, I was feeling sick to my stomach. So I opened the window and when I did, something hit me in the left eye. The doctor's report was that I could be blind at the age of 18 years old. I couldn't attend school most of the time, and I wore a patch over my left eye for three and a half years. I had high fevers every day, but I can remember as if it was yesterday. It was on a Wednesday night, and the church people were praying for me. 
And while I was lying in bed at the age of nine, I asked God to heal my eye. And at 4 a.m., all of the kind of drainage from the eye came out. I had had surgery several times. And the next morning, I was scheduled for a surgery. But praise God, I didn't have to have it. God had healed my eye. And I never had to have surgery again. And I am not blind. And I do not have to even wear glasses. Praise God. So what a story there. Thank you, Joe, for sharing that um, about her eye. And so she was able to look back and say, wow, you know, I could have been blind, but the Lord spared me and he healed me. And what a story. And I'm sure she has many more wonderful stories that she could share. But once again, thank you, Joe, for sharing that. And so the next I'm going to read here is from a dear sister, Agnes in the Lord. And she says, for the next generation, I leave them to know this wise saying from Proverbs 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The generation must fear the Lord and honor authority. If not, some will fall away as youth. In Exodus twenty twelve, honor thy father and thy mother, that thy days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. Long days and long life can be added to you for your obedience of honoring. The earth is the Lord's and all that are here. So the words I leave are fear the Lord, honor thy father and thy mother, be obedient to them and have authority. Uh, be obedient to them that have authority over you. And you are the next blessed generation. So wow, thank you, Agnes, for that. So if you're hearing this and you're of the next generation, remember to fear the Lord, honor your father and mother, and be obedient to those in authority that are over you. And you're blessed. You know, God is with us, but it is important that we fear him first. So thank you for that reminder, Agnes, to do that. And then, let's see, I have a card here from a Jack and Lou. I think it's Lou. Um, it's been a little while since I've met with them, but um, I believe it's Jack and Lou. And so I'm going to read what she wrote here. She said, we will celebrate. So this is actually already past 64 years of marriage. So in, in October of last year, they were married 64 years. That's awesome. A late congrats there, guys, if you hear this. Um, so she says, I lived in Arkansas. And I had just graduated from high school. My sister lived in Austin, Texas, where they served in the Air Force. They attended First Assembly of God Church in Austin. Jack also was stationed there in the Air Force, and he attended the same church. He was tired of dating, and he asked the pastor's wife to pray that God would send him the one God wanted for him. So she did. After I graduated, my sister asked me to come and stay with her the last month of her pregnancy and help her. So I did. The first Sunday at church, I met Jack. My sister was playing Cupid and introduced us. A pastor's wife was sitting on the platform, and as she was praying for Jack one night, God gave her a vision of the one he was to marry. She was told all about me from the Lord. So when she saw me enter the church, she knew who I was immediately, but she held it to herself until after we were married, three months after we met. And she shares a scripture, Psalm 111.10, the fear of the Lord, so also the fear of the Lord is important. 
is the beginning of wisdom, a good understanding have all those who do his commandment, his praise endures forever. Amen. And she says, through all these years, there have been many deep valleys, great testing, and at times it seemed there was no hope. But I know that God put us together, and I had a very healthy fear of God, so I persevered, and I'm so glad I did. So that's awesome. Thank you so much. And that's such a great reminder that having the fear of the Lord is so important. And there's going to be hard times in our lives. But when we trust in the Lord, we can believe that he's got it. He's got it under control. He cares for us and we can persevere just like she says there. And so thank you so much for that. Thanks for that scripture that um, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And a good understanding have all those who do his commandment. His praise endures forever. Thank you so much. And then I have one here. This is from my dad, Greg Johnson. Thank you, sir, for sharing this. He says, Jesus said he wants all to come to repentance and be saved and not perish. We were all bought with a price. The price is the blood of Jesus. So there's that, the blood of the lamb. We need to make sure our kids are ready to meet the Lord. I feel we were in the last days. Jesus is coming very soon. Be ready. I hope this is what you wanted. <laughs> yes, Dad, it was. Thank you so much for writing that. So yeah, let's be ready. We never know, as scripture says, when Jesus might come back. So we need to always be ready and not be sleeping and so, yeah, Jesus wants everyone to come to repentance and be saved. He doesn't want anyone to perish. And so that is kind of going, going along with that testimony, sharing your testimony. Yes, ultimately, it's the Lord who saves. But we have to look for those opportunities to share the gospel because we want no one to perish. We don't want anyone spending all eternity in hell. I've heard people say our best days here can't compare to heaven. And our worst days here are going to be nothing compared to hell, where someone would burn for all eternity. And it's hard to imagine, and people hear that and go, what? What kind of a God is that? But he gives us a choice. We have a choice to serve Jesus or not. And so I pray that you would serve Jesus. You would come to him. You would make him your Lord and Savior so that you will not spend an eternity in hell, but be saved. And you can be saved right now. You can have peace and joy right now. It doesn't mean everything will be perfect and you'll have no problems, but you will know that you have hope. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. He can give you rest for your souls. And I wanted to share one more paper here. This is from Louise. And she says, what can I give to the generation of young people? Well, 1 John 5, 14 to 15. And let me turn to that. 1 John 5, 14 to 15. And it says this, now, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And she says, I know without a doubt you have a dream in your heart 
And I encourage you to write your dream down, get a vision of it, then nurture it. And most of all, talk to the Lord about it. For his love is greater than you can imagine, and he desires the very best for you. He will help you in everything you attempt to do if you ask him. Be strong and of good courage and never give up. God will make a way where there seems to be no way. God bless you abundantly. Keep dreaming, keep believing, keep expecting. Great things are ahead when you put your trust in the Lord. Wow, thank you, Louise. What a good reminder that God is with us, that we are not alone. Keep going. Keep being strong and of good courage and never give up. Don't give up. God is with you. And so these are just a few stories or um, small encouragements and some scriptures from people who've been walking with the Lord a number of years. God carried them through. And if you're still here, God has carried you through. And maybe you've been a believer for a long time. And I want to encourage you to look back and not forget everything that God has done and share some of those things. You can be such an encouragement to someone, maybe who's a new believer or somebody who's just a young person who needs that hope and encouragement. So share your wisdom and share your testimony. God is with you in your everyday life. He's with you in the storms. He knows what you need. And he can give you that peace that you need. He can give you that rest, rest for your souls. I know life can be hard. It can be overwhelming. It can seem to be too much at times. But God is our hope. God is with you. God is for you. Be strong. Be of good courage. Don't give up. Keep going. He will help you if you ask him. Don't forget to ask. Don't forget to pray. Don't forget to keep seeking, keep knocking. Don't be asleep. Be awake. Be looking around. Be alert. Be sober. Know that the enemy is working overtime, but so is God. And God doesn't sleep. God is always available. So even though the world can feel heavy at times, maybe you're tired, maybe you're feeling stressed, anxious, or worried, maybe you're feeling down or you're feeling out of sorts, you don't understand it. Sometimes we can't. We can't always understand what's going on. But just know you're human and sometimes you're going to have those kind of feelings and emotions, but it's going to be okay. You're going to make it. But trust in the Lord, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. He can be trusted. And if you don't know Jesus, maybe you don't know that he can be trusted. I just pray that you would come before him and you would call on his name. He's ready to hear from you. You know, he's not afraid of your questions. Maybe you don't understand and there's some things you want to ask God. He can handle that. He can handle your questions. Come before him and say, God, I don't understand this. You can talk to God as a friend. The veil has been torn, as scripture says, and we can come boldly now to speak to the Lord. 
We don't have to be afraid. We can come to him and he is listening. So I pray that you were reminded today of all the things that God does for us. He loves us. These are just a few examples from people who have walked with the Lord who can look back and say, wow, God got me through some deep valleys. God healed me. I'm not blind. Fearing the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Be strong. Ask the Lord. If you ask anything, you can know that he hears you. We can have courage and confidence and knowing that he hears us. And God doesn't want any of us to perish. He doesn't want us to perish. He's waiting for you. He wants you to be saved. Come before him. Ask for repentance. Jesus died to set you free from sin and bondage. You don't have to be at unrest. You don't have to have mental torment. You come before the Lord and he can give you peace for your soul. I hope you know that today. Call on the Lord. Call on his name. Fear the Lord, trust in the Lord, not be afraid of him, but respect him. Have reverence and awe before the Lord. So I pray that you have a blessed day or a morning. I meant day or evening. (laughs) Morning, day, evening, whatever time it is for you. I pray it's blessed and you just know God loves you. And he is with you. And I just want to thank um, all those people again that shared some of their stories with me. And I look forward to seeing you guys again. I hope you'll get to hear this podcast. And I just appreciate it so much. And thank you. Keep going. You guys also be strong and of good courage. And um, take care. And I just pray you guys will come back. And hopefully we'll get to hear at least one or two testimonies from some believers who have experienced the goodness of the Lord. And I pray that you are as well experiencing the goodness of the Lord because he longs to be good to you. He loves you. Come before him and call on his name. God bless you. Take care.